You are listening to Lone Star Community Radio on 104.5 KCZW LP Conroe and 106.1 KZCC LP Conroe and worldwide on IRLoneStar.com. Hey, this is Dick from Lone Star Community Radio. We have a big announcement for Lone Star Community Radio and our listeners. We have partnered with another TV station. That's right. You will be seeing Lone Star Community Radio content on KVQT Channel 12 in the Houston area. Now is a great time to start a show or sponsor a show with Lone Star Community Radio. For more information on everything that is happening, visit us online at IRLoneStar.com or call the station at 936 647 3776 and leave a message. And we want to also wish everyone a safe and happy Thanksgiving. You're not, you're not the host of the show. We're going to rave this morning. Woo! You're not the host of the show. You know, I, don't, I don't interrupt your show. Yeah, you do. Oh, we can fix that. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's the morning. My golly. It's like really close to nine. Dick, I think this is the earliest we started on our 9 to 11 block. Because I showed up early. That's right. No, I finally got the computer working. That's my excuse. Woot, woot. Yeah, that's our <laughs> excuse, and we were sticking with it. It's Mornings with Lone Star with Dick Skippy and Jay. We got a full house. And share. And chair. And chair. <laughs> chair. I said chair. We are, yeah, we're, we're jamming a chair this morning. Do you, do you believe in love? No. <laughs> As well, might be listening. Let me re- rephrase. Do, no. do you believe in love? Welcome to Morning Sloan Star, folks. We're here every weekday morning from 9 to 11. Nine-ish. And uh, we podcast all of our shows on iTunes and Google Play and also YouTube. We have a special guest today of Carly Creeman. Hey. Uh, she's, she's coming in around 10 o'clock, so stick around for that. If you have questions for her. Uh, feel free to call in 936-647-3776. Do we have a specific topic with her today? Uh, she's going to be talking about getting a job while being blind. So it's going to be fun. We're going to have a good time with that. We have a full lineup, IrelandStar.com slash show calendar. This show is brought to you by Clean Sweep Office Cleaning and, of course, Conroe Coffee. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're going to have some fun. I'm going to let the boys kind of take reins real quick. Yeah. We, uh, we installed some <laughs> yeah. new computers, so we won't be having issues in the future. So I'm going to finish that up. Go ahead. So this is like letting the inmates run the prison. That's right. I said it, people. Jake, well, yeah, are you going to protest that? I, n- no, because I'm a reasonable, sensible human being. But, you know, <laughs> what, what can I say? I, you know, that's been real quiet, that whole storyline. Not not a lot has come from that since. And, I, you know, you knew it was going to be that way. It, yeah. it was people overreacting to the moment in the situation. Jake, what's with the knee-jerk reaction? I talk about it from well, time not, to time, but it seems that's to That's be... our society. We live in because we're in the hot, the heat of the moment sort of people now. And that's just the way we are. And so, in the heat of the moment, people are that they're they're knee they're knee jerking people. That's what they do. That's how they react. That's how they live their lives. That's the I'm going to flip you off on the freeway as you cut me off, but then two seconds later, I don't care. You know, right? Or yeah, me, I I, I will I will chase you down (laughs) eighty miles down forty five. I will find out where you live, and then I'll tell you what I think. You know, what what does Jake drive again? (laughs) 
Nobody knows. Uh oh. Okay, so don't take a chance that you've cut off Jake, and we'll be hunting down shot, shot like a duck. <laughs> I won't shoot anybody, but I, I'll definitely tell you what I think. You will you. use harsh language. I will use. There harsh There will be language. gestures and gesticulations. There we go. As long as there's no kids in the background, because you know I'm, I I respect the kids. So <laughs> he's just de he's deathly afraid well, of children. Yeah. Well, I, I, I believe the children are our future. Oh, no, they're not. There, there we go. Let's yeah. stay old and white. No, I they're believe just... our future is the test tube babies. Are, test are they still kids? Oh, in the 80s, are they still children? You, you know, just yesterday on my iPod, the uh, in the year 2525 song. On your on, iPod? Yeah, my iPod. 2525? Yeah, there was a song in the 60s called In the Year 2525 by the yeah. Ziegler and Evans. It's, it's, it's really overwrought. It's, it's in the, the year. It's at the end of uh, Four Year of Origin. For, no, no, it's Age of Aquarius. But they mix it up, nope. though. No, Let the Sun Shine and Age of Aquarius. Well, then I'll the be quiet again. Yeah. <laughs> yeah because it's been noted that I am indeed old, so uh, we will segue that in. We're, Jake, from your generation, because you're, I think you're like a full generation behind me. Oh, no, I think I'm two. Shut up. So, Because <laughs> you're a baby boomer, right? I'm the last year of the baby boomer. Yeah, so technically, actually, there's three between us. There's baby boomers, mm -hmm. X, Y, Z, me. So there was a, a Z. I knew there was Y. Okay. So, uh, yeah, I was born 65, which is the last year of the baby boomers, first year of uh, Generation X, depending on how you look at yeah. it. Yeah. But do the history books teach you, were we like that? What, when my youth, were we like that? Or No, the baby boomers were the start of, um, y'all were like the start of, of taking everything rural and making it into um, into city base. Okay. And that was, that was what, because that was... The post World War II, that was what everybody started to do it was factory work and and stuff like that. So that's it, as far as what I remember from history. Now, don't quote me on this. I'm <laughs> sure my history teachers are probably listening, going, "Oh, you idiot!" Um, but no, no, I remember that. I, from what I remember, that's how your generation was remembered. That post World War II, and y'all were the first ones to be kind of the suburban, suburbial yeah, family. Yeah, we became more uh, urban, more. Uh, uh, technology mm -hmm. based uh now okay so my father is is your age he's a baby boomer as mm -hmm. well um he hates technology right you're you use a ton of technology so obviously you have to like technology right i mean i would assume i don't fear it he so he fears it like he thinks it's the death of society and he's like oh no nobody talks face to face anymore and and you know i guess i was snapchatting a friend of mine all you know all weekend and we were sending little videos back and forth and he was like who are you talking to like why do you keep talking to your phone and it's like dad it, I'm, I'm communicating with people well dad the wells fargo stagecoach <laughs> is out of service now and i was going to take that to western union to telegraph somebody but and i get that my we, we talked about my mother that she literally has a zero internet footprint you cannot find do her. we have an update on the uh, uh on the amazon uh home thing i am trying to find out ways to jack with her over that you know because i want to play along too like i want to get involved with okay this. and uh, then as soon as you figure it out i'm gonna do it to my dad listeners if you have any any hacks for the amazon uh what's it called the echo the echo echo the alexa uh, the deal is my mother got herself uh, an echo without any concept of what it was and so i set up her account i did it through my amazon account so she could get music and as a result i have access to her echo remotely mm -hmm. uh, through my uh, 
Alexa. And now yeah. I know you can talk from Echo to Echo, but I don't know if you can talk from phone to Echo, which would be really And that's really, what I'm trying to find out. If we can do really that, because cool. I, I wanted to say. And, well, and oh, the other thing, too, is your voice is very unique, very distinct. And so it's like your mother would recognize your voice very quickly. So we need to get like Dick or myself <laughs> to do the talking. And so just really freak out. Just go all out on this. Just if, if there's a way to go Alexa Poor Mama Skippy. at 11.59 p.m., moan like a ghost. Yeah. Or, or meow like a cat, you know. Oh, that'd be wonderful. So I'm trying to figure it out because I can say, hey, Alexa, bark like a dog. And, go, and I get that. <clears throat> but I want it to happen when I'm not there. Well, yeah. Or you want it to happen. Oh, oh, well, yeah. If you're at her. Oh. Well, no, did, wait, she lives in England, though, doesn't no, she? No, no, oh, no. She, she, lives, lives, she lives in the woodlands. Oh, really? Yeah, she, she used to live in Dallas down the street from my sister. And for years, my sister and I had this, yeah, I want them near me. Most kids fight about you take the parents, you take the parents. Have, have your kids ever played any nasty pranks on you? My son joined the Marine Corps. <laughs> I'm joking. I'm joking. I mean, yeah, he did. He did. That wasn't a prank. Um, not really, because I think they're afraid of what I would do. I am quite the prankster. I, uh -oh. I've actually gone through life in practical joke wars with people that involved bail money. Sometimes, <laughs> my my in my in my youth, I was a little bit more wild. I'm kind of laid back now. Is that what happened to the hair? That's what happened to the hair. I lost a bet. Shut up and move on. <laughs> oh. So, so, okay, so we're talking about knee-jerk reactions, though. Sorry, I know. We <laughs> Shut went up. We, we, went out, we went on a tangent there. <laughs> Which is as we are wont to do here on Mornings with Lone Star. But, um, yeah, a lot of knee-jerk reactions are going down. And then what happens is if you correct someone, then the in the old days, they'd be printing a retraction. And usually the retraction on a newspaper would be, like, on the front page. Yeah. You know, you know or uh, in the Chronicle or even the Houston uh, Post. I think the Post died before you were here, but we had two major <laughs> newspapers here, Houston Chronicle and Houston Post. Okay. And they were like Coke and Pepsi. I mean, okay. they, they were in direct competition with each other. And on the inside front cover, or, you know, page two, would be corrections and amendments and whatever. And they, you know, the Maya couples, couples would be here. They, they'd open up. You know, yesterday we said that, you know, President Reagan was a poopy head. Well, you know, we have been proven. He, he is not wrong. a poopy He is head. not indeed a poopy head because of this. Uh, now, because he was a great actor, <laughs> he was. But well, so so we bedtime for Bonzo <laughs> with a chimp. Okay, moving on from Reagan's acting with chimpanzees, taking the keys in front of Skippy. He, he gets Squirrel. <laughs> um, but uh, see, okay, I was on, I was on the thing. Then I said squirrel and, and lost. My Reagan was a poopy head. We had to redact it. Oh, oh, the uh, the corrections uh, on a page. Now it seems to be. If it happens at all, it's buried. Last night, I was watching uh, CNN. Mm -hmm. And you and I, Jake, have remarked on the fact that I'm staggered that CNN's even still in business. Mm -hmm. I mean, they have been shown, proven, and uncontested to be, when I say a biased news organization, I'm not talking, you know, I'm not being an ultra-right-wing right nut job or anything. It's They gave debate questions to one member of a debate and mm -hmm. not the other. And that's just... Yeah, and and, and, I, and before you go any further, I'm gonna just I'm not we're not sitting here just railing on CNN because they support the left at all. I I will sit here and firmly say that Fox is the same thing for the right side, but they didn't. We don't have that tangible peer evidence that says, "Hey, you gave Hillary the question." Of course, there is media bias all the way around. Uh, you know, one of my heroes. Well, I don't think Fox News hosts a uh, debate. Well, they? no, but. You know, I'm sure so they, didn't no, they, wouldn't be they didn't even to. have the opportunity to cheat. Okay. What is this place? Yeah. But if they had the opportunity, do you think they would have? 
Yes. Yeah, exactly. Well, here's the thing, not to the extent that they didn't have the Clinton on that side. Well, yeah. And that's the thing. It's uh, the, the Clinton war machine seems to, you know, that little voice in your head that says, maybe I shouldn't do this. It seems to be like lacking from Clinton DNA. Well, it, the problem is, is that they have little Clintons sitting on their shoulders rather than angels and devils. So it just <laughs> squeaks in their right. ear to go, go, go. But Jake, you're absolutely right. You know, both sides do it. And I, and I try to be even, but just last night in particular, uh, it was kind of a postmortem as election results were coming in. And there was a Democratic suite on two governors in New Jersey and Virginia. Uh, they were red. They went blue. Uh, they've been traditionally blue over the years. One of them mm -hmm. is New Jersey. You know, Christie, Chris Christie, when he got elected governor, I mean, it was a blowout. And, and uh, now it's gone back Democratic. And last night there was a CNN panel, but they were actual CNN anchors saying, we did really good tonight. We did this. And I was watching, and I thought maybe this was someone who, like an outside, like someone from the DNC. No, it was an actual CNN uh, anchor mm -hmm. saying, wow, we really basically kick butt tonight, and, and and of course there's media bias on the left and right. There's always been. Always. Uh, one of my heroes is Edward Morrow uh, from the olden days. He yeah. was the one that took down McCarthy. Uh, he, he went after McCarthy for the McCarthy hearings when everyone was being accused of being mm -hmm. a communist. And he would be very, he would put a personal slant on stuff. Walter Cronkite, who was arguably one of the most trusted men in the, America for, for decades, uh, news, uh, amazing newsman, um, would put a personal spin on it, but you always knew that it was a truthful spin. Now you have well, your, that's, that's your Dan Rathers of the world that are caught in <laughs> making up stories. Careful about now. Bush. Careful. Dan Rathers is a Sam Houston graduate. <laughs> Sorry about that. And, uh, but he was the one that, that no, no, put no, out no. The, I'm just, I'm just playing the false story. No, yeah. Uh, and so the mea culpas seem to not be there anymore. It's they'll say something wrong or faux or post something. And when they're called on it, then they don't even acknowledge that it was wrong anymore. And that's what I'm saying. Last night with CNN, I was watching this going, they're not even pretending anymore. No, it could easily go the other way, too. Fox would do the exact yeah, same Yeah, and, thing. you know, I, the reason why I get sick and tired of watching Fox and, and CNN is because I, I don't mind putting personal biases into the, you know, news fact, as long, like you said, as long as it's factual. But the, the problem I have with, with consuming just Fox or consuming just CNN is it's just one side. Mm -hmm. I, w I would love to have a news entity that, that takes basically those two properties and combines them into one because then I I'm not getting fed pure biases from just one side. I'm getting it from both. And, so, and it gets that clash and that competition. And it makes news, I think that would make news more interesting and more fun. I think if you took, there's some people that report on both sides that are just they're, they're actual good reporters. Mm -hmm. And I think if you, if, and good, really good debaters too. And I think if you were to pair them up and opposite sides and, and let them go head to head and I, I don't, I don't have enough of a, of a background in, in the news history, but I think if you took some of the greatest debaters politically and you put them side by side, that's modern television gold because people love the, the head to head conflict when you or see, even God forbid the head to head. Let's find a common ground. Common ground, right? And and I think you would see more of that if that was if that was in our news today. But unfortunately, no. It's it's you're you're one side or the other. You're either way left or you're way right. And there's no there's no moderate 
you know, ground. Right. And I'm hoping that, that that pendulum swings back kind of the other way because in my youth, we kind of had that reaching across well, so the aisle bipartisan. So, so do you thing? think it's cyclical? I mean, is, is it something that, or, or do you think we're hitting a point? Because I, in my opinion, I think we're hitting a point in society where you have to keep going further and further and further. And we're never, that pendulum keeps swinging either farther left or farther right. And we're never going to see it swing back to the middle. I think we're close to a turning point um, because, you know, there's some like warning signs in the air. The Democrat, uh, the DNC uh, is being held to account. We have Donna Brazil, mm -hmm. who is now being wailed on by her own. You know, a year ago, she was the beloved darling of the DNC. Now yeah. she's a traitor and, and this and that. And one second, uh, Dick, you're not talking at this current moment in time. Can you turn your microphone down, please? So I can hear you typing. Yeah, that's <laughs> that's distracting me. <laughs> Squirrel. Squirrel. Um, um, no, no, sorry. Continue. <laughs> so, so you have the Democrats turning on their own, and then you have the Republicans. You know, the Republican Party is split. So again, you know, we got both sides going on this. You know, well, the never Trumpers are Republicans, and every and every Republican doesn't want that that Bernie or that Hillary in the office. Mm -hmm. And every Democrat, I can guarantee you, doesn't want that Trump in the office. Mm -hmm. If you don't want those people in there, then come together and 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 combine to find a a. A common ground, and I understand that that nobody's ever going to be happy, a hundred percent happy. It's just not, it's not possible. It's you not. You can't have your way at the exclusion of someone else, and it goes on both sides, and that seems to be the issue. But why can't? I, and and it's it's something about Washington. It's there's something in the air. And maybe it's because they legalized marijuana there now. I don't know. I don't know <laughs> what it is. But there's something that's going on there that that doesn't allow. And it's got to be. It's. I think it has direct relation to power. And and the 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 strive, the hunger for it, to have that that command and that respect and that power that doesn't allow the reaching across the aisle anymore. And that's the hard part. It's sad. Golly, I'd love for that to happen, to have that. Uh, you know, like Sean Hannity is right now a big uh, conservative talk show, but it used to be Hannity and Combs, where he'd have Alan Combs, his liberal counterpart, and they'd have a single show talking. We should get back to that. <laughs> yeah. You jam it, Jake. <laughs> We I'm trying are. to be serious here, and Jake's like <laughs> doing the butter churn dance on me. Oh, it's a good morning. It's a good Wednesday. Conroe Coffee is a local coffee shop located in the heart of downtown Conroe at 206 North Main Street, Conroe, Texas. Between the Crichton Theater and the Owen Theater, Conroe Coffee serves breakfast, lunch, and dinner, along with tasty treats and Italy's favorite coffee. Have your favorite coffee or just have a midday snack be personally delivered to you at any location in downtown Conroe. All you have to do is call 936-CONROE-C or 936-266-7632. We'd like to thank our sponsor at Conroe Coffee for supporting Mornings with Lone Star and Lone Star Community Radio. Don't forget to check them out online at conroecoffee.com. Clean Sweep Office Cleaning has been Montgomery County's business cleaning service since 2002, offering professional office cleaning in areas such as restroom, stairwells, elevator, floor care, pretty much every angle of your office. One-time cleaning is available, but you will want these guys back. Offering daily, weekly, monthly scheduled cleanings, Clean Sweep Office Cleaning works around your business needs. Schedule a cleaning today online at cleansweepofficecleaning.com or call 832-689-7996. Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. Take back your time and let us make your office shine. Mornings with Lone Star is sponsored by Clean Sweep Office Cleaning.
And we're back. Morning's a Lone Star at IRLoneStar.com. Connor's FM 104.5, 106.1. This is Dick and... I'm Skippy. And then Jake. Hi. We're hanging out in the studio, 936-647-3776. So we had elections yesterday, and uh, we're going to be talking about the local stuff right now for the next couple minutes. So if you want to join in, just uh, email me, D-I-C-K at IRLoneStar.com. Or uh, Facebook us at MW Lone Star. Again, we do have a special guest coming in around 10 o'clock. Stick around for that. We have Carly in the studio. All right. So elections. Tell right. me all about it, Broads. Well, we had some um, statewide constitutional amendments uh, on the ballot, and all of them were passed, uh, including uh, there was a, a const- by 86, almost 87 percent uh, yay votes for Proposition 1, which authorized the legislature to provide for an exemption uh uh, for basically improving a tax situation on homesteads for veterans, you know, so that like kind of puts the veterans first against on that was 13%. Um, there was a constitutional amendment proposition two, which passed by 62%, uh, establishing a lower amount of expenses that could be charged to a borrower. Uh, proposition three, limiting the service of certain office holders appointed by the governor. Uh, and that was another 83% of four. You know, so uh, different propositions just across the board. Uh, and it looks like, you, you know, there was a, uh, uh, for the statewide constitutional amendments, the only one that was really close was Proposition 7, constitutional amendment relating to uh, authority to permit credit unions and other financial institutions to award prizes by lot to promote savings. What, what, what do they mean by prizes? Um, you know, free toasters. You know, stuff like that. Basically, it was a, uh, to entice people to join their accounts. In the old days, we used to do it before the SNL savings and loan crash that happened because it was abused. And so the SNL laws kind of uh, pushed against that, that you can't, couldn't entice people over. We'll give you cars. We'll give you a toaster for it. Well, wait, we give away toasters or we give away cars? Well, yeah. <laughs> well, that was the thing. There was no, you could, depending you could on do what anything. the account yeah. was. Uh and so this was 50.88% for, 49.12 against. So that was really close. But I'm encouraged by this, Jake, because, you know, we were talking about, is it cyclical? I think so, because more people are becoming aware that their vote matters. You know, even, you know, a lot of the left who was shocked to learn of the existence of the Electoral College, and they thought, well, that's just not fair. It should be one vote, one voice. You have no idea how many college students didn't know what an electoral college was. Right. <laughs> when this last election went on, especially um, especially with the Hillary Bernie uh, vote here mm-hmm. in Texas. They didn't know what that. They No idea. That was, it was funny. So people kind of crash course learning. And so I'm seeing some blowouts. You know, Proposition 6 passed by, you know, 80, 84% to 16%. Um, so the only one that it was close was one that, people really would be split on the issue, like right down the middle. Do you want banks to be able to offer, you know, toasters and cars? So it shows that the people who voted were educated. They knew what they were voting on. And that's, we were talking about that yesterday. Like first off vote, second off vote, what you know about, you know, leave it blank. If you don't know it, vote intelligently, vote intelligently. So uh, we had that. um, And then proposition A Montgomery County, uh, for the local option to legalize the sale of alcoholic beverages, including mixed beverages. 72% said, oh, yeah. So what what part that was east or west? Uh, ju- just as the peace 
a four. So I'll, I believe that's East Montgomery County. East Montgomery. Yeah, there, there were some. Uh, there the, were some dry areas. Is this the first time they've been wet? Yeah, I believe so. Yeah. Wow. So here's the thing: is you can go next door. There are always ways around it. In the heights of Houston, uh, uh, Houston Heights, a lot of it was dry. So what they do, they have a bar, but then you just become a member of the bar. Uh, and they give you a membership card. Uh, there's one called the Downhouse, and it was across the street from my old theater. And we go there. Now the Heights isn't—they're not still dry, are they? A uh, bit still are, but but they're working on on changing that. But it, all you got to do is just okay. We're we're a country club. We're you know we have private membership, yeah. which is free. You know, buy a cup of coffee from us, and you're a member. You get your little laminated card, and you can drink to your heart's content. So why not just make it wet? I mean, that's the whole point. At that point, when jump- the loopholes there. Um, so, uh, it's just funny that still in 2017, we're not giving people the option to to consume. And we were talking about this off the air, Jake, that, uh, you know, a lot of the blue laws are purely religious slash Bible interpretation based. Now, there was also a mixture of, of when we were an agricultural society and, and rural that, you know, to have uh, give, give farmers a break that they need a day off or something. But uh, a lot of it is you can't buy this on Sunday until after 12 noon. And that was because of a church thing. Yeah. And I'm, I, I guess I, I can understand why they would feel that way, but not everybody does the church thing. And so. again, you got to look back at the day, it, back in the day it was, it was a, it was a church thing. We were based on a Judaic Christian tradition, yeah. this country, it, you know, you can't change that. Now we can evolve. Well, we can from change it. Well, you know, no, what we, I mean is you can't change, you, you that can't change our history. Fact, we can't yeah. change the fact that, you, you know, at this time, this general was a hero and a statue was erected in his honor at that time. Or yeah. that at the time that the Declaration of Independence was signed, these people were slaveholders because it was legal. You can't change those facts. And by trying to erase it from everyone's memory, does, in my opinion, not a lick of good. In fact, it's quite dangerous. Well, that's what I was going to say. You're more apt to repeat. Your history is more apt to repeat itself if you, exactly. if you have no knowledge of it. Exactly. And... um. I, and I, I know I, I, when we were off the air, I was complaining. I, I said, wow, I want to be able to buy liquor on I love whiskey, and I want to be able to buy it on Sunday. You're a whiskey dude, are you? I am. I'm a whiskey man. So, uh, But it's it's really frustrating. I did my freshman year of college in Louisiana, and I still have friends and family that live back there, so I go visit them quite frequently. You can buy liquor in gas stations. You can buy liquor in uh, grocery stores and everything like that. You can, like, drive through and yeah, buy Yeah, they, they got drive through barns that you can buy liquor. It just has to have a lid on the cup, doesn't it? Something like that? Well, and we actually had that law in Katy. I don't know if that's Texas-wide, obviously, but there's a drive through daiquiri, uh, actually a couple now, drive through daiquiri shops in Katy, and you can drive through, and they put a little uh, piece of red piece of tape over the insert spot where the straw goes. It's a closed container. Expecting you not to pull that little red strip off, right? But it's it's one of and their daiquiris are great. They sell them by the the gallon jugs. They come in milk gallon jugs. It's wonderful, wonderful. Now I'm in the mood for a daiquiri. Thanks. No, they're really but good. Move on. But I, I I love I loved that I love that factor. When I go to Louisiana, I can easily access it, even though it's they're they're strict about it. I I, I know this is not going to sound the greatest, but I was able to buy alcohol under the age here in Texas. But in Louisiana, I was never able to do so. And they're stricter on, they're more strict on their uh, selling of alcohol mm-hmm. to age. But you can access it more readily just when you are of age anywhere you go. Where in Texas, I feel like it's the opposite way. Gotcha. No, that, no, that makes total sense. And it is. It's putting some power in the hands, not too much power, but uh, power in the hands of the consumer 
yeah. trusting their best judgment. Uh, and if it starts to go to pot, you know, you know, if people start drunk driving, crashing left and right Louisiana, there would be eventually be a referendum. But it, mm-hmm. is, it seems to be handled properly. Oh, and they're ext- oh, they're extremely strict there. Extremely strict about uh, drinking and driving. And um, it's it's one of those things where that freshman year it, it instills in you that you do not drink and drive ever. You know, and it's just one of those things you learn over there. I think it, because they're so strict, you learn it better or you, you learn it faster than you would if you were here. The Woodlands is a known no-no. Like, you do not have a single beer and drive in the Woodlands mm-hmm. because they are extremely strict there as well. They are, and I've seen it. And that's because those who do are usually the 16, 17-year-old privileged kid of a rich guy yeah. who takes daddy's car or has, takes the car that daddy bought him mm-hmm. and— it was woot woot and woot 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 woot. So it's an interesting, interesting situation with that law, and I, I'll be curious to see where it ends up within the next five years if we hit that point. So in Louisiana. wrapping up, Jake's an alcoholic, right? We all got that from that topic. What's in my cup? Because he went to drink? LSU, right? Oh, oh, I mean, that's, LSU. That so explains the it. one we're blaming is that LSU. Explains so much. Right when he dropped, I was like, oh, so you just drink a lot? So that's what they, <laughs> so that's what all they do in Louisiana is just drink and gamble. And yeah. play football. <laughs> play football. And you say that like <laughs> it's a bad thing. And sometimes food. baseball. If they focus enough. Food. <laughs> That's right. You're listening to Morning's Lone Star here at IRLoneStar.com. Condros FM 104.5, 1061. It is 934. We're going to take our quick or uh, long music break. Uh, if you have a song request for us, 936-647-3776. This show brought to you by Conroe Coffee and, of course, Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. Uh, we got Carly Crewman coming in at 10 o'clock today, so stick a Don't forget to download the Lone Star Community Radio app from your Google Play or Apple Store. Bring Montgomery County's Community Radio with you anywhere with your smartphone or tablet. If you are in the Conroe area, tune in on FM. That's Conroe's FM 104.5-106.1. If you are on the computer, bookmark IRLoneStar.com as your internet radio station. A Lone Star Community Radio, broadcasting 24-7 from the heart of downtown Conroe, Texas. Clean Sweep Office Cleaning has been Montgomery County's business cleaning service since 2002 offering professional office cleaning in areas such as restroom, stairwells, elevator, floor care, pretty much every angle of your office. One-time cleaning is available, but you will want these guys back. Offering daily, weekly, monthly scheduled cleanings, Clean Sweep Office Cleaning works around your business needs. Schedule a cleaning today online at cleansweepofficecleaning.com or call 832-689-7996. Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. Take back your time and let us make your office shine. Mornings with Lone Star is sponsored by Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. Conroe Coffee is a local coffee shop located in the heart of downtown Conroe at 206 North Main Street, Conroe, Texas. Between the Crichton Theater and the Owen Theater, Conroe Coffee serves breakfast, lunch, and dinner, along with tasty treats and Italy's favorite coffee. Have your favorite coffee or just have a midday snack be personally delivered to you at any location in downtown Conroe. All you have to do is call 936-CONROE-C or 936-266-7632. We'd like to thank our sponsor at Conroe Coffee for supporting Mornings with Lone Star and Lone Star Community Radio. Don't forget to check them out online at conroecoffee.com. 
Our talk shows and music shows are looking for sponsors. Want to expand your brand awareness? Reach the hyper-local audience in Montgomery County? Lone Star Community Radio sponsorships accomplish this. Want to see our stats and rates? Check out IRLoneStar.com slash sponsor for more information. Or call in and leave us a message at 936-647-3776 with your question. Get seen on TV or YouTube and heard on our podcast, FM and internet radio. Sponsor your local radio station with Lone Star Community Radio. And we're back. That's right. Hope you enjoyed that music break. We've got some Turnpike Troubadours and, of course, some Steely Dan. You're listening to more Ornins with Lone Star, brought to you by Conroe Coffee and, of course, Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. The holidays are upon us, folks. Yeah. Thanksgiving's coming. Woo-hoo. We have a special guest coming around 10 o'clock, our very own Carly Creeman. So stick around for that. You can always feel free to call in at 936-647-3776. So thank you so much for joining for this morning. So Lone Star. Yeah. All right. Yeah, get some share. Yeah, we're yeah. lip syncing a share over here so, in a manly way. Yeah. Oh, I love her. So Fred Savage was in <laughs> SVU last night. Oh, uh, uh, Fred Savage uh, from uh, uh, Wonder Years. Yeah, Wonder, 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 Wonder Years. Years. Yeah. yeah, he was in it. And I, the first time I was ever rooting for somebody in SVU to be innocent. And it, was it, he the bad guy? He was pretty bad. Uh-huh. And that's one thing I, I you know, because as a writer, I would imagine being like having this opportunity to write for SVU, but he always, it's like real toxic stuff. I'm really waiting for them to come out with the with the episode that's just a curveball, and it's like, oh, this is a whole new look, because you can only do so much like bad stuff about kids and about you know sexual assault. I am and all surprised that, kind of that SVU lasted as long as it did for that very reason. I, I was old school original Law and Order, you know, back when it was Paul Servino uh, was the. Well, do you think they sat there in the writers' room or producers' room, and it's like, hey, we're, we have an untapped market here because. If you get, go to this special crimes unit, we could be writing an episode every week because of how crazy these crimes are being committed in New York. Because after a while of watching the show, I go, man, New York's just like <laughs> – because a lot of it's random. A lot of it – like a lot of the people who they're trying to chase down are just like – typically what I thought is when you're robbed or anything happens to you, there's a good chance it's somebody you know. But like in this show, it's like every – third episode it's like some random thing that just happens in new york and the guy was just sick that's why we gotta live every life like it every day in our life like it's our last i mean i guess i mean there's some it was weird too about the show is it opens up doors to things i never knew existed like i was there's this one episode and the argument was is about child pornography but with the technology being so advanced people were creating normal pornography and using tech to make it look like children's pornography. So technically it wasn't illegal to create it. Oh, because it was wow. protected by the first amendment. Wow. But what the, pro- the whole show was about, it was, it was encouraging those who have those naughty is bad thoughts. That's what the whole episode is about is this company who's producing this art was encouraging folks who did have an issue who had a like you know a mental mm-hmm. issue? They acted out because they saw it. Wow! So it was interesting. Very yeah, interesting. I'm telling you, I was sitting there, I was like, "This is really weird." Because I, I really and questioned if they could do more than a couple of seasons. Because you know, I've I've tended to watch like the first few episodes of every Law and Order that was out. There. Yeah. 
even the one with BB Newworth, you know, Lilith yeah. from uh, from Frasier. And of all of them, I thought that SVU would be the least likely to succeed as long as it has, because how many sex crimes can there be? Well, apparently a whole bunch. Well, I, you know, that's what I'm saying. They like there was the untapped market because the new Law and Order. I haven't seen the newish, newer ones, like the old school Law and Orders. One thing I liked about going back watching those is it gets you interested and in see what was really going on in the news during that time, because like the SVU stuff. I think they even had that. It wasn't Harvey Weinstein. It was like a photographer who recently got in trouble recently, like Richard something, something Richardson. And he's been known to be that provocative photographer, and he makes his models do stuff. And they actually had an episode in SVU about it. And it was like – it was almost spot on. I was like, I know this story. And then that's what it was. Yeah. So, in the old days, it was Dragnet. The names have been changed to protect the innocent. And with Law & Order, it's ripped from the headlines. And, you know, uh, they did a – I remember Law & Order did a – I don't think it was an SVU. I think it was a flat-out Law & Order. They did a Michael Jackson one, but yeah. it was a white – comedian and not a black singer but you knew it was about michael jackson the, the whole setup what was you know well, I, that's what boys out to his and like you know being able to have that flexibility as a writer because you somehow get it's like a crutch almost but then the thing i love what they do and this is when I, this is coming from somebody who's sitting there just watching that show a lot because i would it's on hulu the whole catalog's on hulu and when ice t comes on the second season, the show greatly improves in my viewers, in my viewing, because okay. he adds, he has an ad, he adds an attitude to it, and I'd be interested to see Policeman's take on Ice T's character. Interesting, just, just because it's Ice T, and he, I mean, he's known rapper, known, you know, anti. Now, did he ever produce a song that was like anti-police? Yeah, he's he's been. Was he one of those guys? Because yeah, I know I know yeah. he, I know he's not part of like NWA, but no, but he he did uh, put out some anti-police stuff. It's but it, what's great about the show too is the very early seasons. Basically, it was almost like halfway an educational show because mm -hmm. it's trying to like inform you this is like a real deal. This is what the special crimes victims they do every day, and there's always and this is one thing I would love to ask an officer. Why is it in – I know it's it's always used in drama, but, like, do police divisions always hate each other? No. Because in every scene they have, like, they get called – because the spectral crimes unit gets called onto a crime mm. because they discover, oh, a child was hurt or a rape occurred or something like that. So they call these people to come there. So every time they're like, oh, we got to work together on the other guy's like, Shh, man, you're, you're one of those – pedo workers you know and then he like leaves mm. and i was really weird i'm like there's no way cops just constantly to do this to each other well, it's like in any you know you can have friendly rivalries maybe in the annual because you want the collar that's what they say like well, oh this is a good collar to get yeah because you do want your numbers to go up and there are jurisdictional issues but no it's not like it's uh frequently portrayed tell you what you i will watch me some svu if you tune yourself in and binge some closer slash major crime where can I find that? Uh, I'm sure it'll, it's got to be on Hulu or Netflix. Uh, it was a TNT show. It started off being the closer with Kira Sedgwick, who is, you know. Um, Janeway. Uh, no, no, no. Kira Sedgwick is Mrs. Oh, closer. Kevin Bacon. Uh, the closer. The closer. The closer. Uh -huh. Okay, yeah, I've seen that show. TNT. Yeah. And when she left, they segued into a sequel series. Same show. They just changed the name called In Major Crimes. And they had uh, President Rosalind from Battlestar Galactica took over. Oh, wow. Um, yeah. And uh, most of the same actors, same sets, everything, same crew. And it's it, procedurally, I like it a lot. You, it's, it's more human. It's, it's 
because law and order is called a procedural. You know, it's pretty much straightforward. In law and order, someone would stumble across a dead body. Briscoe would show up. He'd make some bad pun about it. You'd go, bum, 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 dun, dun. And then they'd come back, and it would follow a straight formula, and that's the procedure. Well, I, I mean, that's like in right for those shows. You get you just rip it from the headlines, make it work. And I love how the the actors you see in the show now, because this show SVU's been on for about twenty years, I think. I think so. And so, especially in the early episodes, you definitely see the younger actresses and actors. And now they're in the new stuff. And then maybe some of them are even famous movie stars. Mm-hmm. But uh, I like the I like the. Uh, they would frequently have same actor play different roles and then actually come back. Uh, uh, like some of the SV, uh, some of the Law and Order actors started off being like a bad guy, and then they come on as a yeah. cop later. Uh, I do remember when um, uh, uh, Benjamin Bratt and Julia Roberts were dating, and so Benjamin Bratt, his character, they actually had Julia Roberts on as like the bad guy, and he's got a he's got a thing for her. And I love it when you have actors in a real life relationship, and then they decide to go on each other's shows or something. Uh, you know. Uh, what Brad Pitt was on um, Friends with Jennifer Aniston just before he uh, stepped out with what's her name Angelina Jolie. So it's fun watching those things, kind of kind of snickering at it and saying, "Yeah, you guys aren't going to last too much longer, are you?" <laughs> well, Shooting fraud at its finest. There you go. But yeah, I'll watch some closer, and then you watch some SVU. It's available on Hulu, all that good stuff. Okay. So, I like watching things too. I, Jake, Jake, Jake likes to shut watch. The face. Shut the face. Jake, Jake. likes to watch. We're going to take a quick break here, uh, sponsor break, because we're going to get set up. Hopefully, uh, we'll get Carly on here around 10 o'clock. You can always call in 936-647-3776. Like I said, quick sponsor break today. Sponsor, of course, is Conroe Coffee and Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. So stick around.
with Lone Star. So the joint is filling up here. We've had Jake with us since the beginning, but now we have special guests. Who do we got here? We got Carly. Please see. Hi. How you doing, Carly? Good. It's a little cold out there. Apparently, uh, Dick forgot to invite her in, so she's been outside. Hey, we killed that laptop music. Yeah, right. Invite her in. We're on the air. Yeah. No, it's we can't those... have distractions like Harley. All I right. I was looking at the headline, and apparently it's one of those self-playing videos that suddenly popped the ad. I hate those things. I was reading a story here that says Germany must now. I don't want to know what you look up on the internet. <laughs> Germany must now recognize uh, third gender from birth, and as the High Court ruled this, third gender yeah. from birth. Yeah, like kind of indeterminate. Oh, okay. Okay. Um, the to get rid of labels that are discriminatory, discriminatory against individuals who do not fall in the categories of either male or female. So, do they believe in love after love? I think they do. I think they do. I love after love. Do. Congratulations. Welcome back, Morning's Lone Star, sponsored by Conroe Coffee, and of course, Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. We have Carly Creeman in the studio. Carly. Yep. How are you doing? I'm doing great. How are you? I'm doing pretty good. She's warming pretty up. Good. No thanks to Dick, who left her outside for like an hour and a half. <laughs> yeah, I, was, I did okay. it on purpose. Yeah, that's how we treat it's our guests okay. here. I'm, I'm used to it. <laughs> you okay. used to Dick being mean to you? Well, I've known him for four years. <laughs> oh, that makes it okay. Dick, so in case people aren't like fully prepared, so Carly is uh, visually impaired. She's yep. blind. And so Dick actually uh, mistreats. Blind people. Well, a blind everyone's, person. Everyone's no, equal no. in my book. Do, do, do yeah. Hate, yeah, do, do he hates everybody equally. Yeah. I don't care if you're you're blind or not. <laughs> well, the bar's been set pretty low here at Morning's. We're starting off good. We're starting yeah. off hot. How can we recover from this one? So, apparently, Carly, did you get a job? Uh, No. Oh, okay. I, I, I haven't gotten a job. Um, or in the job search, I mean, right? I'm... I'm in the process of trying to get a job, <laughs> I'm, uh, I've been talking to the folks at Conroe ISD, um, the, the people that came, uh, I guess it was last month, um, the district of visually impaired. Um, I've been in contact with the, um, I guess, the lady in charge and... She said she wanted to see she can have coffee with me sometime mm. and talk. And because these kids need help. These kids need somebody to be there for them and know what they're going through. So this is a position to where as a visually, is it, is it, do, do I say visually impaired? Do I say blind? Visually or impaired. Visually yeah. impaired. Uh, so this is a position where a visually impaired person can be teaching students who are visually impaired kind yeah. of what to, yeah. to so, get them ready so yeah get them ready for the real world or <laughs> get them exposed to the real world um, make sure they get whatever questions they they have um i can try to answer them uh, the best uh, that i can um just so they can have an adult's perspective of things since they're just i think this is K through 12 uh, are, uh, I don't know. I think I'm going to be working with high school and uh, junior high, maybe. Because mm -hmm. that's what the variety was. The, the group, they were junior high and high school age. So the, the schools provide uh, an assistance or, you know, kind of a, a like you said, a, a welcome to the real world sort of situation like that. 
But once you're in that real world, is there a, a committee, a group or a website or an organization that, that you can turn to to help you locate job openings and stuff like that? Well, okay. So there is, um, it's called TWC, um, Texas Workforce Commission. Um, they used to be called DARS. And I've been on my caseworker and trying to see what's going on. Um, but there, there are not very many job coaches is the problem. <laughs> so I guess he has a lot of um, people on his load or something happened to him in the hurricane. I honestly don't know. I have not heard from him since he told me to submit my resume. So let's call him out then. <laughs> Answer. Carly's waiting for the call. Miss CC needs you. Make it happen. Uh, so, Carly, is this program, is this like um, the visually impaired students, are they put together in a single class? Is this something that you would be going to different schools? Uh, I think, uh, so they're spread out of different campuses. So um, what happened was that the lead teacher from Conroe ISD came and uh, with all of the districts so um yes i think i will be going to different campuses that's an awesome idea you know to have that that experience you know we've talked about like emergency chaplain group they provide counseling for first responders with ptsd and they're yep. first responders themselves yeah i myself i'm on my fourth wife so i am an expert <laughs> on what makes marriage work and not work as opposed to, I've always wondered why Catholic priests can be marriage counselors because they have no concept of married life. <laughs> mm -hmm. So I'm, I'm the guy to turn to when you say, you know. Dick, are you going to turn to him for, Dick for needs advice? To turn to me. Yeah, he truly does to find out what we're doing. You know, Holly did mention that we, uh, I guess the church or whatever we're dealing with, did mention that we had to do that. And mm -hmm. I was like, well, what do you mean? Like, do we actually have to go to oh, his like, place? Oh, like engagement encounter and stuff? Yeah, that so thing? I'm going to have a really good time. <laughs> it's going to be a lot of fun. Yeah, yeah, no, I, I, interesting. Yeah, so CC, something that you know you're talking about right there. I mean, we I had that going through high school too with a career prep class that I took my senior year. Yeah, I took a career prep class yeah. as well. Yeah. So, but I think uh, you know tailoring it specifically for our, uh, for visually impaired students mm -hmm. and being taught by someone who is also visually impaired, I think is is a wonderful idea and a great opportunity. I think it's essential to be honest. Yeah. To, to fully convey it. Yeah. So. I mean, um, I'll see what she says. Um, I'm not sure when she's going to come uh, have her meeting with me. But, yeah, um, I'm looking forward to working with the students and working with the O&M, maybe brailing some stuff or helping them with their homework. You know, mm -hmm. anything. Just <laughs> That's awesome. Anything to um, help these kids because I know what it feels like to – be feel alone uh, as a visually impaired individual yeah no, no, that, you know what i mean no 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 yeah <laughs> absolutely it, it can be a, a trying time going through something like this when you don't have somebody who's been through it already you know that's gone through the same issues and same struggles mm -hmm. and so you know that's why i'm lucky i've got dick and skippy and you know they can and we have you and more is with lone star <laughs> 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 so, um, we, unfortunately, we don't have an update on your guide Chihuahua. We've been um, oh yes, we've been combing the uh, the animal shelters, <laughs> and uh, no luck so far. But hope springs eternal. <laughs> no. Wow. Well, no, 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 She's no. turning down real quick on that one, Skip. 
Um, no, that's um, I've been talking to Shannon, which is, she's my O and M, um, and I've been in contact with her. She's she told me I think she said a few more lessons, and then we'll talk about because we've already looked at the application and stuff. We just need to fill it out and yeah. So cool. <laughs> what now? What Skippy? What's your so guide dogs for the visually impaired, I can understand and go with. Mm-hmm. But what what do you, what, are, what are your feelings with those who who carry around the chihuahuas and the handbags and, and bring they them there and they're a um, uh, I don't even know how to put. I don't want to say that people. I, I know where you're going I, with that. I, I don't want to be mean about this, and I understand <laughs> that certain people have internal conflicts and personal feeling issues, and I understand that. But then I also feel as though there's some out there that. That abuse the system. That t- yeah, yes. that game the system, take advantage. And, and absolutely, because uh, what a lot of people don't know, it's to have a, a service dog of, of that ilk, uh, you have to be able to, the dog has to be able to prove its worth. Its talent. <laughs> it's talent. It actually has to have a talent. Like if, if your dog is designed to calm you down if you're having, let's say, a seizure, the dog needs to be able to, you know, you have to fake a seizure in front of the 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 uh, arbitration committee, and the dog has to do it. So you can't just say, "Well, he keeps me calm." That doesn't count as a service dog. Oh, People don't realize no, that. No, <laughs> no, it doesn't. And um, I think that's why it, it's going to take so long for me to get mine. Is because and everybody because um, you're <laughs> what people don't understand is you can't just go get the dog i mean you guys can go get the dog you don't have to get any training and yes dogs do calm you down to an extent but no you you know to you have to really have a medical problem or really have you can't fake it and just say yeah and it's uncool because it does take i think you just pointed out it takes resources away from you you're you may be on more of a waiting list because someone just wants a dog with them yeah takes their dog to starbucks and say oh it's a service dog. i mean i i want i want a dog because i i need it for safety but yes the dog is gonna uh calm me down i mean not that i need it but yeah it, it should calm me down it will warn me It'll alert me if somebody is um, harassing me. You know, like if I react, the dog's gonna react. And and I, you know, not to again. I understand there's certain people out there that have conditions where the, these animals do really do a service and and provide yeah. a a great need for those people. But yeah, again, for for those out there that are trying to, I don't want to say milk the system because I don't want to be insensitive about the situation, but. In, in a sense, it's kind of what they're doing. And for people like Carly, you know, these service dogs don't grow on trees. They don't, they're, they're significant not. Significant training, significant money, significant time. It takes resources. tons of resources yeah, to get them ready for people. That's why I'm going to Michigan because they will pay for me to go to school. And um, I wish all the guide dog schools would pay, but they don't. Yeah, unfortunately. Yeah, <laughs> Another awesome thing that dogs can do and German shepherds in specific, uh, is they can sniff out cancer. Have you heard of this? Okay, I thought I heard something about um, that. But. I'll tell you no. what, we Dick's wrapping us up over here. We're going to go to Thanks, break. Thanks, Dick. A quick sponsored break, okay. all right? But relax. when we come back, Carly. Carly you relax. 
Everybody good? All right. Good. We're exiting right now for a quick sponsor break. You're listening to Mornings of Lone Star, IRLoneStar.com. Join in the conversation, 936-647-3776. Hope you're enjoying your morning so far. Again, we'll be right back after the sponsored messages. Clean Sweep Office Cleaning has been Montgomery County's business cleaning service since 2002 offering professional office cleaning in areas such as restroom, stairwells, elevator, floor care, pretty much every angle of your office. One-time cleaning is available, but you will want these guys back. Offering daily, weekly, monthly scheduled cleanings, Clean Sweep Office Cleaning works around your business needs. Schedule a cleaning today online at cleansweepofficecleaning.com or call 832-689-7996. Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. Take back your time and let us make your office shine. Mornings with Lone Star is sponsored by Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. Conroe Coffee is a local coffee shop located in the heart of downtown Conroe at 206 North Main Street, Conroe, Texas. Between the Crichton Theater and the Owen Theater, Conroe Coffee serves breakfast, lunch, and dinner along with tasty treats and Italy's favorite coffee. Have your favorite coffee or just have a midday snack be personally delivered to you at any location in downtown Conroe. All you have to do is call 936-CONROE-C or 936-266-7632. We'd like to thank our sponsor at Conroe Coffee for supporting Mornings with Lone Star and Lone Star Community Radio. Don't forget to check them out online at conroecoffee.com. On the plus side, Carly, you can at this moment see the dance moves that Dick and Jake are doing. Um, it would. I, I love I, me some share, man. She just gets my heart pumping. Does she get your heart pumping in the morning? Uh, uh. Now, even even like current day share. Yeah. Who's, who's, I, don't, I don't mind. I you know she's she's not what she once was. Is she so, still breathing? <laughs> she's still breathing. <laughs> it's artificial, it was, but it's those there. plastic lungs, you betcha. See, because I remember Cher from Gypsies, Tramps, and Thieves days. You yes, know, Sonny and yes, Cher Sonny when and she Cher. was. And it was funny because watching that show, even as a kid, I realized they did not like each other. You know, there there, yeah. there was a lot of passive aggressive stuff going on on that show that was like, ow. <laughs> I kind of felt for Sonny on that one. Well, you know, I don't really feel for him. When you make that kind of money, I don't really feel for him. True, but I mean, you know, the, the money the, came at a price. The, being the, married to Cher, who just like. Yeah. I mean, the, the, the sympathy card can only be played so far in my book. In my book. <laughs> You go home, you roll around in your dough, and you you make it better. You're right. I I, I hear I, I grok you, Jake. <laughs> you grok me. I grok you. It's an old Star Trek turn. They tried to. They actually had a hippie episode where they you come across this civilization with hippies in it, and they say I grok you. And Spock was like, that's, yeah, I grok. That's you. a Star Trek reference. That's on the. That's, that's no, on the bingo Skippy board. Bingo. We got to get that bingo we'll card. Lo- we'll load that up right after. Uh, you know, I care. <laughs> Dick being lazy. Yeah. There oh, we go. That's, that's another, another one. one. <laughs> wow, we got a trifecta going here. This is great. So uh, off the air, Carly was telling us that um, uh, one of our you know, our sponsor, uh, Leo, over at Conroe Coffee, right next door to us, had an idea. Why don't you tell us about the idea, Carly? All right. So the idea was to just video me doing my routes. By routes? What do you mean by routes? Like walking around the city? Yeah, like uh, what I mean by routes is like, my route to here, my my route to the corner pub, you know, my daily routes that I normally do. 
and just start videoing it and showing people, you know, if you, if you would um, paint the, the crosswalks, you know, because they, they haven't repainted the crosswalks yet. They haven't done anything to help me or it won't just help me. It'll help everybody, you know. Yeah, so, not not just the visually impaired community. No, no, it'll help. I mean, it'll help anybody who needs it. So that's that was her idea, and uh, either her or my mom or somebody will video it. Shannon's not allowed to because of the state, but mm. um, but yeah, I I really think it's a good idea, so people can really see. Okay, she goes across the street. There's nothing to tell her that she's gone across the street. Yeah. Good. I was going to kind of tell you what, um, you know, my business, I provide videography services. I would be happy to, on my dime, shoot these videos uh, to get it out there. No, seriously, <laughs> to get right. it out there. So uh, uh, get your mom in touch with me or Shannon or whomever, and we'll we'll make it happen. Okay. So, so excuse my ignorance here on this, but what, what all could we do to a uh, sidewalk corner or to a street path to let you know that you are walking across the street or that you've you've hit the the down ramp at the end of a sidewalk before you cross the street? All right, so, um, like, just, you know that, that I don't know if you're aware of this, but there's a line going uh, to the corner pub. So when I cross over and I, I just follow that line to get to the door, and then I follow the line straight back to get here to Main Street. Okay. Uh, so what I mean is, like, I guess... Um, like I said, you, you can just, what I need is just to repaint the, uh, crosswalks because it's, there's paint on it, but it's worn down according to what my mom said. And so the, the feel factor for it, when, when you use your yeah walking cane, correct? Yeah. Cane. You, cane. Yeah. yeah. Walking yeah. cane. Yeah. Uh, you can't feel that line. Just huh? cane. Just cane, not walking cane. <laughs> just cane. Well, I don't. I don't want to be. What else would you cane, use a cane, cane for? Whatever you. A sitting cane. <laughs> a yes. jogging cane. A getting up out of a chair cane. I would definitely use one of those. Yeah. <laughs> you get some of those chairs that are real low. Your butt oh, sinks really deep. Dude, in. I'm supposed to use a cane, and I so do not like it. Well, that's because you're 180 years old. So. I know. <laughs> I know. But no, yeah, we. we that makes sense we, to, to paint it with that. There's actual visual feel to it. Where there's a bump, essentially. Uh, sorry, I mean not a visual, yeah, a physical feel. Yeah. yeah, either either a bump because I can I can feel where the ramp is. That's not my problem. My problem is like when I cross. There's nothing. See, I have problems staying straight. So, yeah. um, if I had something to tell me. You know, this is the beginning. This is the end. Then it would help me go straight because I'd know this is this this is the path to walk on. So I stay in the crosswalk. If that makes sense. No, it makes complete sense. It's cool. So just, just I, to know that well, we don't, you think, don't about think about it. it. Yeah. yeah, we absolutely don't think about we it. We see the white line, and it's it, it's just it's another white line for mm. us. So it's it's one of those things. But uh, right before we went to break, I was mentioning that there are. Dogs, German Shepherds specifically, mm -hmm. that can sniff cancer. That is awesome. Uh, there is one. Uh, so there's a total of six tests that have been done. Um, they have better success rates with specific type of cancers than with others. Uh, one test has been done with 
a black lab named Marine. And Marine has a 97% accuracy rate with detecting colon cancer. Colon cancer specifically. Now, there's German Shepherds have the best success rate in uh, lung cancer and breast cancer with 91% accuracy. Wow. And these dogs are trained to identify it. They were presented with 170 total patients. 83 were healthy. 55 had lung cancer. 31 had breast cancer. And three German Shepherds identified all these patients not, uh, with 91% accuracy. So they said, yes, you have breast cancer, or they, you know, they, yeah. they have a trigger. They have an identifier that they do sit, smell, bark, whatever, uh, that says, hey, this one has breast cancer. This one has lung cancer. This one's healthy. Wow. That, I feel bad now because my animal trivia for the day was that if you remember the old TV show Flipper with the dolphin, <laughs> the, the sound, the Flipper's, flipper. uh, flipper's voice was actually a sped up recording of the kookaburra. Which is really, you know, the Australian bird. Yeah, that. Yeah, that. That's Flipper. It's but a it's, a, it's just sped up really fast. Uh, yeah, it's sped up. Uh, so, so here's Jake across from me. You know, curing cancer with with German oh. shepherds, and I've got Flipper's kookaburra voice going. Thanks for shucks. I'm not me that up. great. Thanks for showing <laughs> me up there, Jake. Oh well, what can I say? I'm that awesome. You are. Well, I'm hoping that Carly. Um, so it's Michigan where the the Guide leader, dog. leader dogs for the blind. Leader dog, okay. Yeah. And when do you? When does that all start? Um, when I apply. So, um, and a few more lessons. I did really good on this last lesson, and I mean, <laughs> okay, this this absolutely stresses me out, but <laughs> I I do this because I have to. I have to know every street name. I know every street name. Uh, just because, of course, just in case I get lost or because I'm in charge of telling the dog where to go. So I'm I have to tell them left, you know, and then all it's responsible is for is getting me across the street safely. Oh, okay. and, and it also helps me find doors. So because I've noticed the doors here. Uh, at least on this side, they feel the same. So um, having the dog tell me, um, I, I just have to say a simple command, like find the door, and it will find the door <laughs> wherever I go. Wow. Yeah. Like, I mean, I, I've seen videos of this. That's, that's why I know, but I have experience with, because I, I, I've had um, teachers in the past at the School for the Blind in Oklahoma uh, guide dogs. Okay. They, they have guide dogs. And um, actually, one person, she, she loved it so much, she, she kept her dogs after. Because they can only work for five years. And so after the five years, she would keep all of her dogs. <laughs> so they're... they're- why? Why? What's the purpose behind the five-year limit? Um, I, I honestly, I don't know. I, I think, I guess they just lose. I think they lose their ability to help me, but they, they still have the ability to help police to be drug dogs. To you know, like, 
is some schools will let you keep the dogs. Some schools will not let you keep the dogs. I don't know if leader dogs will let me keep the dog, but I hope because I'm going to get really attached to it. I, I guess maybe because the, the, the stress of the workload yeah. maybe would be my best guess. Because if they allow them to go be drug dogs afterwards, that would, I could imagine being a lighter load, but not necessarily, not necessarily if they were to be attack dogs for, for like a police canine unit. Mm-hmm. Those would, I, I would imagine that would be a more stressful, but I guess five years is what, 35 years in a, in a dog's life. <laughs> so, you know, is that still, is that still a thing? I mean, is that like for real or is that, I don't almost, know. I mean, it's, it's cause something. I see so many dogs living to be like 14, 15 years old. It's like, okay, so you're 200. Yeah, and yeah, they'll, they'll, they'll they're live. about. I'm, I'm rounding up. <laughs> yeah, they'll they'll live a long time. I mean, dogs can live a long time. It's just whether or not. And I've seen some videos like they'll tell me when they're done working. They because when they see that harness, they honest they uh, automatically know it's time to work. But if they if they don't recognize the harness anymore, you know, that's when you, you can tell. Oh, okay. I didn't even think about the, the harness factor of it, too. So, Really, Jake, it, it's, we take so much for granted. Have you noticed that? You know, we're saying the lines on the sidewalk. We just It's a white line for us, but for you, it's actually a survival tool yeah. that we just don't think about. It's, and then to go back to the age factor of the dog, you know, 14 years in dog's life is, is only 98. I mean, Skippy, you're, two, you're 260, so it's... Yeah, but it's all the Twinkies I ate growing up. All those preservatives. You. Yeah, you betcha, man. I'm, Inside I'm gonna, out. I'm going to live forever because of, twi- because of Hostess. <laughs> That's and right. That, that one hair left on your head is hanging in there, huh? <laughs> yeah. It's just filled it's, with Twinkies. It's the ho-hos. It's my ho-ho hair right there. <laughs> well, Carly, thanks for giving us an update. All right. And uh, we hear, we can't wait to hear more about the dog. And uh, when are you going to Michigan again? Uh, as soon as she finishes, yeah. when she applies, were you not listening? Well, I mean, like, I meant like, like when does she plan frame. on going to Michigan? Well, uh, when when I apply, um, when sixty to ninety days when they accept me. Well, all right, good luck with that. Got another three months to go, but uh, in the meantime, we're gonna keep combing the animal shelters. We're we're gonna get you a kind of temporary guide uh, beagle, chihuahua, maybe. guide chihuahua, guide beagle, um, guide mutt. And is that, how, is that guide mutt? Guide mutt. Hey, I would have taken my bass and hound any day of the week. Right? He was awesome. He would trip over his own ears, but he was awesome. <laughs> I do the same thing. <laughs> You're listening to Mornings Alone Star here at IrelandStar.com. We'll be back. We still got about 30 minutes left. We're going to do a music break here. So if you have a song request for tomorrow, send it to us, 936-647-3776. Also, Mornings Alone Star on Facebook. We'll be back after these messages and a couple songs. Clean Sweep Office Cleaning has been Montgomery County's business cleaning service since 2002, offering professional office cleaning in areas such as restroom, stairwells, elevator, floor care, pretty much every angle of your office. One-time cleaning is available, but you will want these guys back. Offering daily, weekly, monthly scheduled cleanings, Clean Sweep Office Cleaning works around your business needs. Schedule a cleaning today online at cleansweepofficecleaning.com or call 832-689-7996. Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. Take back your time and let us make your office shine. Mornings with Lone Star is sponsored by Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. 
Our talk shows and music shows are looking for sponsors. Want to expand your brand awareness? Reach the hyper-local audience in Montgomery County? Lone Star Community Radio sponsorships accomplish this. Want to see our stats and rates? Check out IRLoneStar.com sponsor for more information. Or call in and leave us a message at 936-647-3776. Conroe Coffee is a local coffee shop located in the heart of downtown Conroe at 206 North Main Street, Conroe, Texas. Between the Crichton Theater and the Owen Theater, Conroe Coffee serves breakfast, lunch, and dinner, along with tasty treats and Italy's favorite coffee. Have your favorite coffee or just have a midday snack be personally delivered to you at any location in downtown Conroe. All you have to do is call 936 936- Conroe C or 936-266-7632. We'd like to thank our sponsor at Conroe Coffee for supporting Mornings with Lone Star and Lone Star Community Radio. Don't forget to check them out online at conroecoffee.com. Remember to download the Lone Star Community Radio app from your Google Play Apple Store. Bring Montgomery County's community radio with you anywhere with your smartphone or tablet. If you are in the Conroe area, tune in on FM 104.5, 106.1. If you are on your computer, bookmark IRLoneStar.com as your internet radio station. Lone Star Community Radio broadcasting 24-7 from the heart of downtown Conroe, Texas. Jake left me hanging there. I thought he was going to... As far as I could go. That's Cherish uh, uh, Interruptus yeah. right there. Yeah. Uh, I was I was left unsated by I, I'm, I'm more into her looks than her singing. <laughs> I'm a... I, I'm a 80s Cher. So that, that was my favorite Cher. Uh, Moonstruck Cher. I think she looked her finest in that movie Moonstruck. But, uh, hey... Got got some news here. So apparently, some guy found out that his wife uh, was putting out a contract on his wife, or there's an undercover cop. So they convinced the guy to fake his own death with photos and stuff to catch the wife. And uh, the pictures are pretty gruesome. Actually. The wife ends the life with the knife. Oh, what the? dude! What? Wow. The? But it was a gun. But otherwise, <laughs> man, that was pretty cool. <laughs> the hun made his life done with a gun. <laughs> I'm a poet and didn't know it. Radio gold. <laughs> I'm a poet and didn't know it. My toes show it. They're Longfellows. <sighs> you got to be a real nerd for that one. Yeah. But uh, yeah, so yeah, I'm seeing this picture and he's like shirtless, lying in a shallow grave with a bullet hole in the head and looking looking pretty darn dead. And that's what they showed the wife. Say, like, okay, we did the deed. Give us the money. She mm-hmm. gave the money and they, they, they caught her. But man, that's that's cold. <laughs> Well, he, it's he kind of smart. Like, it's smart. So how did he find out that, that the hit was out? I've, I've, got, I've got to, um, I think she approached someone, and this is a local story. Uh, it made national news, but this happened in, in Houston. Uh, he, met this, he, he met his future wife in Miluna, which is a, uh, like a salsa bar, I guess. Uh, she put out the contract, talked to this guy who uh, I think 
he was a snitch for the cops and turned the cops. So they brought in the undercover cop to be, I am El Muerte, I am yeah. the, the killer, and got her to say, this is what I want you to do, which ordinarily be enough. But then they're like, hey, let's go on and, quote, do the deed. Let's kill you. Show her evidence. So we get all the money. And, and you know, so there's no, oh, I didn't really mean for you to kill him. And so they took these photos of him lying apparently dead in a shallow grave with a bullet hole in the head. And uh, so she busted. So there's a, a word of warning to Mrs. Skippy. If you're thinking about something like that, know that the cops are on to you. The cops you are You will there. not get away with it. Well, we can't go through one whole morning with Lone Star without talking some sports, but it's also news related. So uh, three U UCLA basketball players mm -hmm. uh, were arrested in China under suspicion of shoplifting. So UCLA basketball is over there. They're playing college basketball does this every year. They play uh, foreign games elsewhere to help broaden the, the game and advertise for it. The biggest reason why this is headline news is because LeVar Ball, his youngest son is a uh, UCLA and he's, he's one of the three that are, that has been arrested under suspicion of shoplifting and then the other reason why is China does not take shoplifting lightly. Mm -mm. They are very. I don't think they quite cut your hand off like in Saudi Arabia. No, but, but they are very, very uh, big into it. So um, the the arrest came basically a day ahead of President Donald Trump's arrival in China, and so we'll see how uh, what Trump says about all this, how how he gets into play with all this. But uh, now, why would he be in play just because he's in the same country? Well, uh, he's on an Asia tour, so for him not to. Especially Trump, not to take advantage of. Well, I know it's the like I know Twitter now does 280 characters, and he's probably really ready to unleash on us with that kind of stuff. But why would he need a comment? I guess it's an American being arrested in China, and it, I mean it's kind of well known just because of the Ball family and who they've become over the last six to eight months. So, you know, I I, I think it I think it invokes him to have to say something about it. I mean, especially. Depending on what their penalty is, like I don't know, I don't know what if he's found guilty. Well, yeah, I mean, oh, do they not have that there? No, like and, and and right now everything is under suspicion. So it's Leangelo Ball, you know. It's so that's we just know he's one of the three players, and that it's under suspicion, and they're being held in their hotel room. They're not in jail, they're not in prison or anything like that, but they are not allowed to leave the hotel room as uh, a direct order of. China police. Let uh, Uncle Skippy do a quick PSA Go to my it. fellow Americans. If you plan to visit another country, know their laws. I mean, truly, because a lot of people, uh, we have a, the American judicial system is different than the British, than the Belgian, than the Chinese, than, yeah. and you are subject to the laws uh, of that country. Now, you know, added to the, uh, the Skippy bingo, I grew up all over the world, in Asia and Europe, and first thing you do is you learn the language best you can, you learn the customs, and then you learn the laws. When I was a kid, I mean, I grew up learning this. Um, you know, essential phrases, hello, how are you? Where's the bathroom? Um, I'm lost. Yeah, and then you learn that. Donde esta el baño? Donde esta el baño? <laughs> and uh, exactly, that's the whole thing. In, J in Japan, it's coco benjo. And, you know, first, that's how you say it? Two, first two words I learned in Japan. Where's the bathroom? Coco benjo. Coco benjo. Mm -hmm. Ooh, I can say that now. That's pretty cool. There you go. I'm, <laughs> I'm broadening my horizons. Yeah, Jake is now trilingual. He speaks English 
Sports and Japanese now. Sports and Japanese. Because <laughs> when you start talking, it's a foreign language to me, my young friend. I'm I guess so. But yeah. Well, we've got an RBI with the stat of an ERA. I have no idea what you're talking about. RBI and awesome. ERA so go together. But that, that's good. They're in the same sport. Same I got it sport. right. I'll give you that. He did just say he has no idea what he's saying. Yeah, I'll give you that much. Golly. <laughs> yeah. These sports people are just I know, they take so detail-oriented. Hey, why don't, you go, why don't you go find the Benjo, okay? <laughs> Japanese toilet. Yeah, I, I, I picked up on that one. Yeah, okay. Just, you know, Coco is where. So. I know. Okay. Benjo is toilet. I got it. Don't get him backwards. What? Benjo Coco. Toilet is the where? No. no. <laughs> uh, Lord. But, um, but no, seriously. So, so going back to the slightly more serious point, you go, you know, especially if you're on like a, uh, when I say an ambassador mission, like if you're a sports team, you're representing America. Now, not only do you have to be on your best behavior, but you better know what you're getting into. Uh, and I'm not talking about the poor, you know, tend, tend to be sorority girls who are traveling to the Middle East and they inadvertently become drug mules. It's grossly unfair that they. Yeah, that's the worst. Well, no, that you get when you are subject to that country's laws. It is not, you know, America, America, in that uh, prisoners are treated best, I think, in America than anywhere else. You almost have a prisoner union. You know, they, the prisoners can sue for better meals or cable television. Mm -hmm. um, and you don't get that outside. So when you are subject to a foreign country's laws, and it's like, you know, not only do you not get cable TV, you get bread and water. You get your hand chopped off. You get, and it becomes a, you know, it's diplomatic kerfluffle. Yeah. And I'm, I'm, I was born in El Paso, you know, right on the border of Juarez. And my dad would tell the stories of them going over when they were younger to over to Warheads. And they go over to the bars and drink over there. And then they, you know, come back on home over Cross, recross the borders and everything, but you made sure you made it back home that night because if you didn't, the odds were you were ending up in a war as jail and you did not want to end up in a war as jail. And he, you know, he told some horror stories and it's one of those things where you just got to be respectful, be mindful. I, and, and I feel like a lot of Europeans, especially, you know, the biggest reason why they hate Americans is because they, they see us as so disrespectful because we don't take the time to learn things like that. And we, we expect everyone else to speak English. We, we demand them to be us. And it's not, it's not okay. That's not right. So. Right. And, you know, so outside of our country, it's, you know, what do you mean you don't speak English? And, <laughs> you know, and in Japan, you know, it was the seventies. We had nuked their country within, you know, people were still alive when that happened. So there were some raw feelings for some of the older generation there. And I was on the receiving end of a lot of, you know, yeah, tax, you know, no Americans allowed in here, you know, cursed out in the street. And as a kid, you know, I got it. I had to ask my father, you know, what up with that? And he's like, well, you know, we. What up we, with that, dad? Hey, what up with that, dad? And well, we nuked them. Okay, so I can understand them having an issue with that. But then again, we had an issue because of Pearl Harbor. So, you know, but you have to respect the culture. Mm -hmm. You have to respect the laws, language, and customs. I think those are the big three. And it's, it's only proper. And then in England, from Japan, I moved to England. And I'm telling you. They speak, we, we think we speak English. We speak American. They are two different <laughs> no, languages. Th yeah. I was and, about to say that. <laughs> and the school I went to was all male, uniform, six days a week, and you could get beaten, you know, legally. And like the good old days. Like the good old days. <laughs> and I'm like, we don't do this in America. Well, you're not. You go, Hello, you're not in America. Mm -hmm. and, but here's the thing. I represented, I was the only American at the school. I represented America. It was an awesome responsibility and awesome in the good and bad sense. It was awesome. Like, yeah, I get to represent, but awesome that, wow, all Americans are going to be based on my attitude. Yeah, a lot of those kids, they'll perceive Americans. So now there's a, a group of people out there in the world that think 
all Americans are just weird, nerdy drama geeks. Pretty much, yeah. Yeah, I did it right. Hey, I you did it right. I introduced the PBJ to England, and I'm just gonna let that hang there. <laughs> PB and J, really? Yeah, uh huh. That was not a sandwich before okay. I went there. What? Yeah. Wow. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know. Like, I guess it's a staple in our society when you grow up. You PB and J. You'd be amazed. But no, I. So I. You'd be amazed what he introduced over there. Oh yeah. <laughs> a lot. A lot of memories. I hope not. <laughs> I hope a lot of people forgot you. <laughs> oh, no. Love me, hate me. You can't forget no, me. You can't ignore no, me. He introduced the carnivore over there. Oh, the carnivore dinosaurs. Here's the one. <laughs> I introduced the T-Rex to England. What? A little, wow. a little forced. Oh, but see, yeah, I like Carly it. does not realize that, yes, Skippy is old. So Skippy, very, roamed, no, very old. Skippy roamed with the dinosaurs. <laughs> he saw the age of the dinosaur come and go. <laughs> wow. <laughs> introduced the pulley system. The pulleys. Gotta love the pulleys. The, the winch and pulley system, that's right. Did they know what an inclined slope was when you were growing up? Oh, they knew what it Yes, they did. They oh, did. Okay. Uh, I thought I would introduce the Pythagorean theorem to them, but Pythagoras beat me to it by about six minutes. So, yeah. Gibby's old. We get it. Moving on. We're Anyhow, going. So, we were talking about this UC, UCLA. U- U- UCLA, yeah, yeah. So, I just, I wanted to know, does Trump have to say anything? Do you think Trump says something? This could be because they were representing a university and they were representing America, and he is in Asia at this time. This would be one of the times where it would be wise for him to speak up, but to choose his words carefully. Because with North Korea, you know, our favorite wag job, Kim Jong-un, is now promising a an abyss of something or another. An abyss of doom. An abyss of doom. Unless we start treating him with respect, unless we give him props. Unless we give him props, props for give him what? Pro- Killing his for, own people? Yeah, well, that's the thing. It's, uh, uh, he is demanding the U.S. withdraw the hostile policy towards his dictatorship. That we need to treat him nicer. What, what's Trump's uh, objective going to, to China here, or in taking this Asian tour? Is he trying to gauge the, the feel of everybody over there? We and- have not had a strong Asian presence in the last eight years. That was not on the previous president's agenda. At all. Was there a reason why? I, it, his, uh, the pre- previous president had more of a domestic agenda. Okay. Much like Carter did. Yeah, yeah, it, yeah, yeah, it, yeah, yeah. You know, he uh, letting, um, because the unpopular view of American troops going overseas, Afghanistan, Iraq, Iran, you know, all, all these things, that for him to pursue an agenda, basically just let it be. And like, we're already over there. I'm not going to add any troops. I'm not going to take any troops away. It's just going to keep on going. Here's the story over here: healthcare or <laughs> focus, or, or focus on the home front rather than the, rather than the away team. Correct. And uh, if you, if you try to think about any Asian headlines that featured Obama in the last eight years. Uh, the, the only time Obama, anything with Russia, I, that's the only things I can really think of. Right, and even then, it was it wasn't. It was, here's the thing: under the previous eight years, that's where uh, relations with Russia really got icy. Yeah. We're, we're, we're heading back towards another Cold War, which I don't think necessarily is a bad thing because the enemy you know. Yeah, but are we really going to hit that point? You really think we get that far? It depends on who's willing to listen to whom. Now, Trump is talking tough on Un because Un, is, Un needs to be taken out, in my humble opinion, just by popular vote. By popular. I'm not saying by a bullet. I'm saying I'm not saying we, we perform 
Posse Comitatus. I thought you were talking, about, thought you were talking about a bullet with the popular vote written on it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's called, that is uh, Posse Comitatus. Look it up. We, I'm, not, I'm not advocating a political assassination of a foreign leader. I'm talking about there needs to be a regime change in North Korea. And this is right now is these two guys who are very filled with bluster. They're going, you suck. Well, you suck. Well, you suck more. Well, if you don't back down, I'm going to nuke you. Well, if you don't back down, I'm going to nuke you. Here's the thing. We would win against North Korea. We don't want to get there. And I think there are diplomatic solutions. And I think we need to get China. On our, China, China has been a fan of North Korea for the longest time. But uh, with the proper uh, economic incentives, I believe China can come over our side. Oh, obviously, South Korea. Obviously, yeah. And, um, and then Japan, I think we need to reaffirm our relationship with Japan. Because it is actually is a strong alliance with Japan that has actually faltered the last eight years. Yeah. Again, from... No attention has been paid to them. It's all been Middle East or domestic. Well, it'll be um, it'll be interesting to see how this tour plays out for and and I really wasn't trying to transition into that from, mm -hmm. from with the the Lavar Ball or the uh, Leangelo Ball story, but um, yeah, it'll be interesting to see how all that plays out and uh, what what he what he gauges from this because I think whatever he picks up from this tour will be the ultimate deciding factor of what he does next. I, I with, think he's with, trying to grab whatever with North Korea. If bingo. I if I do this, what what do y'all do? If I do this, what do y'all do? I think you just nailed it right on the head. Well played, my young friend. I'm a young friend. <laughs> there you go. You're listening to Lone Star Community Radio 1055. We're closing out mornings of Lone Star. Already? If you're just now joining us, we podcast this on iTunes, Google Play, and YouTube. Carly, thank you so much for coming in and being our guest this morning. You're welcome. And uh, full lineup on the rest of the shows today. Check it out. Jake will be on at 1 p.m. with Jake from Sports Talk. Got a lot, a lot of stuff's going on. I think someone won a World Series. Again? One point. Somebody. Somebody. Are we still talking about someone, that? Well, so last it's week. It's funny people still care because it happens every year. So, <laughs> it's not like I it's mean, the World Cup like yeah. every four years. Yeah. Here's okay, you're listening to Lone Star Community Radio. Uh, this show is sponsored by Conroe Coffee and Clean Sweep Office Cleaning Folks. We'll be back tomorrow morning at 9. Bye. Thanks for checking out this podcast of Lone Star Community Radio, Montgomery County's community radio station. If you enjoyed this recording, make sure to check out our past shows online at IRLoneStar.com or their respective video or podcast formats on YouTube, Google Play, or iTunes. If you have any questions regarding the show, either it being about sponsorships or questions for the host, contact the station manager at D-I-C-K at IRLoneStar.com or call the station at 936-647-3776. This show was recorded in downtown Conroe, Texas, at the Lone Star Community Radio Studio. And Lone Star Community Radio reserves all rights to this recording and images. <laughs>